Hi, this is Marcus. If you head over to our website, modernartisrubbish.com, you can see the images that we're talking about and links to the images we're talking about. Yeah. Let's get it so going. So who is this Archangel guy? He, he works a lot with digital and with web stuff. It's brilliant, really. And my mum met him yesterday. I was quite jealous, actually. I wanted to meet him. I wanted to meet Corey. Oh, yeah, you were jealous of your mum rather than jealous of him. No, I wasn't jealous of him. Well, no, because... Yeah, because no. you, you meet your mum lots anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 My night is rubbish. Isms. Isms. Juxtapose. Didactic. Monarch is rubbish. Monarch is rubbish podcast. Hello right. and welcome to Modern Night is Rubbish. Are we on 30? Are you sure? So 30. Yeah, no, we are. Are you really? It's 3 30. 30. It's a big one. Yeah. Tom, well, you know that... It's Saturn Returns, isn't it? Saturn Returns. What is Episode that? 30. What's that? What film? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's not film. Saturn Returns. It's like a stage in life, isn't it, that you go through 27 to 34 oh, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Saturn Returns. Have you not heard of that? like a follow-up to, to, to like some sci-fi. Saturn movie. arrives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Saturn is left. Is that when you're 40? <laughs> so, um, Tom, you know I said I uh, last time uh, Dali came to me in a dream for the last episode. Well, I woke up. What the hell I thought, but it was in the middle of the night and I thought I've got to do Madonna as in Madonna the pop star, and Madonnas, as in Mary, mother of Jesus, Madonnas. It's quite a fun a fun dream you've had then. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of gold, I know that. That's all I remember, a lot of people in this dream, and there was yeah. a lot of gold. But Madonna, the like pop artist, she's not like uh, produced any works of art. I mean, she might argue with me over that, but she's a musician. She's no, not... she is, but she's a big collector of art, and also she's had a quite a few sort of like uh, pieces done about her. And she was also friends with uh, three quite important American artists, who we're going to mention, I guess, yes. in this episode yes, later on. I thought about the Madonna now. Madonna is uh, the name uh, meaning Mary, mother of Jesus. When she's uh, together with Jesus, she's called the Madonna. And as a figure in art, she's an important figure. She's think. massive in art. Isn't There's she? a lot of, lot, a Laura Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Laura paintings. Yeah, yeah. She's bigger than Ed Sheeran, I'd say, probably. I think. I think Madonna, mother of Jesus, <laughs> yeah. is bigger than Ed Sheeran. I'm going to say that. It's controversial. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go burning your pictures of Madonna, um, Ed Sheeran fans. <laughs> so, uh, of course, uh, I have got a little uh, story about, uh, have you ever done a nativity? Oh, have I? Yeah, I surely have, yeah. Apparently, um, I was Joseph in the nativity scene. The local photographer had come around I, I suppose at that time that was actually news uh, when it was time for the photograph to be taken place I just stormed off and said I'm not doing this all oh, right yeah yeah and so appeared this photo of just Mary 
and Baby Jesus. So a actual Madonna and Child scene. Wow. So, but in the in the real nativity story, Joseph doesn't storm off does no. and <laughs> refuse to have his photo taken. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all those gifts. So maybe if they brought me gifts and stuff like that, I might. Gifts. Have to, yeah. Not gifts. <laughs> <laughs> That's it nowadays. Don't, you don't get, you don't, when you're for, for birthdays, you don't actually get presents anymore. You just get gifts, don't you, on your, yeah, on your the, timeline. The three, three wise men coming with their emojis for the baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> So what I thought I'd do is I thought I'd sort of pick a few uh, few Mary uh, images of Mary, mostly featuring Jesus um, throughout the ages, going from sort of... Well, you know, that's what she's most famous for, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does sort of... It's come... hard to talk about her without mentioning Jesus, I suppose. Yeah, he does come into the picture a lot. <laughs> yeah. he's, always, he's always... What's it? I don't know, would you, would you call it photobombing? Jesus is photobombing Mary. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the opposite of photobombing? What Joseph did? <laughs> <laughs> photo, photo rebuilding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work, does it? Um, I mean, if you look at a lot of the paintings of Mary and Joseph, we, we did actually mention this in a blue episode that Mary appears in blue. And Jesus actually appears in red in a lot of these pictures. He talks about the fact that blue was quite a rare colour, quite a precious colour, so they saved it very much for Mary so that she looked quite special. All right, yeah, rather than Jesus. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she got a bit of a better look in there. There was even a name given to the blue, which was uh, called Marion Blue. Oh, okay. So Marion referring Marianne. to, to yeah. Marion. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Re- yeah. Referring to Mary or not? Yeah, yeah. And again... I mean, with a lot of these paintings, you see them in gold. They thought it was like the cut, the the shimmered like the light of heaven. But also because a lot of these paintings were shown inside monasteries and inside churches, which were quite dimly lit with candles. So yeah. when the candles would be uh, lit, the paintings would shimmer in the dark, so you could see them better as well. So it had a sort of practical reason for it. Excellent. Yeah. I know what you're asking, thinking, Tom, right? Why do Madonnas from sort of around the medieval period, when they're painting what's called the Byzantine style, why do they look so strange? Are you thinking that? Let's have a look. So you've just handed me a picture here. I don't know about strange. It doesn't look like... I don't know. What is is this picture you've Right, it's a painting by um, an Italian Byzantine painter. Uh, called Cimabue and it's a really big painting it's like 12 feet high and it's called Madonna enthroned with angels and prophets and it was painted around about 1280 to 1290 massive painting because it went up high in a in a church and if you look at it I think Mary looks a bit odd you know she's seated on a throne and she's depicted as being very long and out of proportion and if you look she's actually surrounded by tiny tiny angels and if you were to put uh you know if you would if she was to stand up and you actually had those angels stand next to her they'd probably come up to the knees 
Yeah, but I mean, we don't have any accurate dimensions of, of uh, <laughs> angels. Well, pretty much, I think they're normally like. I, I, I was always led to believe they're pretty much human-sized angels. Really? See, yeah, I've, I've heard different. Well, even if they're bigger, if or they're, smaller. Smaller, what a little angel. Yeah, they're fairies. Oh, they're fairies. <laughs> it's easy to confuse yeah, yeah. the two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for those of you listening, we'll put uh, a copy of the picture on the website. Yeah, so she looks pretty big. And the babe Jesus looks quite mini. You know, again, it's the, as we explained in our baby special, it's a, a little baby that looks like a, an adult. I'm going to give you a clue, right? As to why that might be, right? When you look at her, when you look at Mary, that, that out, out of proportion Mary with really long legs and shorter body and really long neck, do you fancy her? Do I fancy Mary? In that picture? No. No. <laughs> no, and that, <laughs> well, I don't quite know if they put it that way, but if you think about it, what actually happened was, is that after the Roman, you know, when, when uh, the Romans used to, have, uh, used to have lots of beautiful statues, and people would look at the beautiful statues and go, oh, isn't that a beautiful statue? Maybe lustfully. I want to look like that. Yeah, of. cool, cool. Look at that, look at that six-pack on that statue. Now, the thing is, is that when the Roman Empire collapsed, uh, the church obviously stepped in to fill out that void, and it was all about the inner beauty. So what you're supposed to do is when you look at that picture of Mary, you're not supposed to think, mm, she looks great, I'll worship her. You're supposed to think about her inner beauty and the beauty of, uh, of, of heaven and God. So that's why they look strange. You think, oh no, they may have like not been that good at painting and just. Uh... But it was actually a deliberate thing to to make sure that you're not distracted from the the inner beauty and not the gaze at the external beauty. Yeah, she's got quite a funny haircut in this. Yeah, it, it would be a bad a bad haircut. You got home from the hairdressers with this haircut, you'd yeah. be like that. You've had a bad time there. And that and all the all the angels round her, they've all got the same hair, and it's all like done nicely. Yeah, she's got a veil on as well, and that's another thing, so you're not distracted by her, her lustrous hair. Oh, right, so it's, uh, actually, it's I'm, I'm not, yeah, I just can't see her hair. I thought that was her hair. <laughs> <laughs> Blue hair. <laughs> right, we're going at... We're going to zip ahead a few hundred years now. To Are we going into the future? Is that what you mean? Here we're going into the future. But again, it's got a little bit more shocking. All right, yeah. What we're looking at now, again, this will be on the website, right, is a painting done by Jean Fouquet, and it's called The Virgin and Child Surrounded by Angels. Now, it's actually part of what's called a diptych, which is actually a two-panel painting. Um, so it shows two separate scenes and the one we're actually looking at it's quite a scandalous image for the time and it's the Madonna and she's sitting on a throne held up by angels that are completely painted in deep red or blue and Mary's actually wearing a crown and in contrast to the angels she's extremely pale and as is the uh, pale ginger baby Jesus but again it's a similar sort of position Mary and Jesus are in like with him on her lap. Yeah. And she's wearing blue. 
yeah. like Madonna's wearing but, blue. But again, again, in this one, the uh, Jesus is completely white, but the angels are red, so it shows that kind of contrast of the blue and red of the of the two the two main sort of holy figures. Sure, yeah. Now, what's really but there is like angels in blue there as yeah, well. Angels yeah, angels in blue and red. Yeah, it almost quite looks quite modern in some ways because of that kind yeah. of strange color contrast. And um, what also is unusual about this picture. Uh, she's actually exposing one of her breasts, isn't it? and it's a sort of like a very spherical-looking uh, breast, and it's got hardly any nipple on it. And Jesus clearly is not interested. Yeah, no, he's not. I I don't know about you, and I'm not now. Obviously, I've only looked at breasts for art reasons. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've never seen one like that before. Well, it does look like a sort of a, sort of like a squidgy toy of some sort. Squidgy toy. What do you mean, a stress breast? A stress breast. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's a stress breast, and you'd, you'd imagine being like, you know, the prophet Jesus, you'd need a stress breast to uh, yeah. on your downtime. <laughs> I, I think there's a couple of theories behind this. There are other other scenes where mary does have her, her breast out but a lot of the time uh, jesus is actually interested in it. it's actually to do with just just breastfeeding so is this controversial well it's controversial in the fact that that mary's just sitting there and clearly jesus is not interested in it so she's not breastfeeding but the other thing as well is it's been painted in such a strange way as also to render it not uh not explicit in the same way, so you're not you don't you're not looking at that and thinking, oh, that's a nice, a nice. Yeah, breast. well, in the in the context of a mother with a baby, you know, breasts look different, don't they? Yeah. Then in the context of a, a man's gaze or whatever. Yeah, but in this one, this is this is what makes this a very unique portrait, which I'm just going to reveal. One of the other reasons why actually she actually has the breast out. This portrait was actually commissioned by Charles VII. It's done for more sort of like a personal reason, although it obviously would have been scandalous at the time. It's actually also scandalous for the fact that it's actually a portrait of someone. It's someone who's actually the king knew who's been portrayed as Mary. So it was his mistress called Agnes Sorrel. Now, Agnes Sorrel was really important in the court of King Charles VII, that's of France. And she was a really trusted advisor of his and she died in childbirth now the thing is is that she was quite a scandalous as there's a lot of scandal in art as we've always talked about and she would wear quite revealing dresses or quite revealing outfits well i can see yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally she there is writing about her and it's said that she actually did wear uh, costumes where she would have exposed one breast in the court. Okay, so it's not actually the uh, Madonna and Child. It's almost been um, photobombed yeah. by Charles VII and his mistress. Do you mean you're saying it's like a deep fake of the Madonna? <laughs> you mean like someone's almost like done that thing where they take the picture of the Madonna and they stick someone else's face on it? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's been carefully, um, you know, designed like this, yeah, yeah. as you explained. Yeah. For someone who says what a deep fake is, a deep fake is just a process where AI puts the face of someone else on the uh, on the body of 
of another person. Yeah, but in this case, they're, uh, they've taken the whole scene rather than just the body of someone else. Yeah. They've taken the scene of Madonna and Child and, Child and put her yeah. in it, or yeah. the king has. Yeah, she was a very popular figure, though. So that was probably what, you know, what was behind the, the commission. Do you think that looks like Ed Sheeran, the baby? Uh, yeah <laughs> well you know he still looks smaller than madonna in this picture so <laughs> we can't move from our original my original assumption that madonna's bigger than ed sheeran <laughs> moving on to uh, a painting by a more, uh, probably one of the, the most famous uh, painters to have ever lived, Raphael Sanzio. Okay, so I recognise this image. Yeah. Is this Raphael? Yeah. Because I recognise the uh, angels on the bottom yeah, there. Yeah, the cherubs. The cherubs, cherubs yeah. yeah. That's quite a quite the, famous yeah. image. Yeah, so this is a, a painting he did, and it's called The Sistine Madonna. And it was done in 1512. And it was actually uh, commissioned by Pope Julius for the San Sisto Church in Italy. And it was in honour of his late uncle, Pope Sixtus. Now, what the painting is, is of the Virgin Mary. And she's sort of standing barefoot holding Jesus. And she's sort of like supported by the clouds almost. She's sort of up there in the clouds. And if you actually look in the background, you can make out sort of faces of white cherubs. Yeah. And to her right is, is uh, St. Barbara. And to her left is St. Sixtus. Okay, are these famous saints? Um, St. Sixtus was the Pope. With the, uh, and St. Barbara, um, to what I remember of St. Barbara, she was like, uh, sort of like, I believe her father or her parent was a, was a pagan. And she turned to Christianity and she got kept up in a tower and then got beheaded very young for her beliefs. What, for her Christian beliefs? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. And she got made. I thought Barbara. Barbara sounds like quite a contemporary name, doesn't it, really? Yeah. I know a lot of Barbaras, but they don't. I never thought about. Yeah, well, there's probably a lot of our current names are probably find them like St. Keanu. And yeah. um, Marcus Keanu? is definitely a biblical <laughs> yeah. one. St. Keanu. St. <laughs> Deborah. St. Apple. St. <laughs> Tyrone. Tyrone, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, you you wouldn't be surprised, would you? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good name. <laughs> um, what makes this painting really famous is what you identified is at the bottom. There's a couple of two, which look like quite bored cherubs. Um, you know, they're you know the two they're at the very bottom of the, and they're sort of resting their hands on what is the kind of the altar, sort of like one's uh, sitting there with his arms folded and he's resting his head on 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 his on his hands, almost on the bottom of the frame of the painting, yeah. and the other one sort of like leaning there, propping his hand up, his head up with his hand on his uh, resting on his elbow, and they're looking quite bored, but they're really famous, aren't they? Those ones, I mean, they on everything. Yeah, you see them around. I've seen them around, definitely. Yeah, actually, the cherubs are now the thing that you see on tea towels and chocolate boxes and Etsy cushions. Yeah. I don't know if the other art market sites are available. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, do you know what the story is? Apparently, um, Raphael uh, saw these two kids and they were bored and they were looking up at their uh, uh, mum, who was the model. So he thought, oh, these are great. I'll put them in the picture. Or another theory was he was walking past a bakery and saw these kids looking in the window. 
All right, yeah. I thought oh, I must must paint those. Well, who t- said that part of the story? Was that Greg's? Local bloke, yeah. Yes, the Raphael painting that was done outside Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> he got all his ideas from one of these sausage rolls. <laughs> Buy it now for half price. <laughs> So we're going to zip further into the future, like a few hundred years to to 1926. Uh, you know, leading on from the Spirit of the Dali episode last week, it's a surrealist painting. And the title of the painting is The Virgin Spanking the Christ Child Before Three Witnesses, Andre Breton, Paul Eluard and the Painter. And that was painted by Max Ernst in 1926. Now, looking at this, this features a more sort of uh, down-to-earth, dare I say, uh, Virgin Mary. And she looks at her wit's end. With, uh, I think Jesus has clearly been quite naughty. He's lying naked across her lap. And he looks at, I reckon, what is he, he looks about seven or eight. Yeah, his... he's got this mop of blonde hair. It's yeah. kind of a little baby Donald Trump or something. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, he has been naughty, hasn't he? <laughs> and he's and um, she's dressed in a sort of like a quite a tight figure, hardly in red dress. And uh, Jesus is actually with the uh, signature blue on the bottom. Yeah, there. signature blue. She's got like a blue shawl shawl uh, around her legs, which Jesus is actually uh, is uh, on top of. And she's mid spanking him i think is the word and it looks like she's given him quite a uh a quite a uh he's been quite naughty because his, his his butt cheeks are quite red this is quite subtle this picture because really it's like there's not you wouldn't guess it was the virgin mary and jesus even though she's got a little her little she's got a halo, halo. On. she's got a halo she's got a signature blue but, you know, unless you were told the title of it, it would just be a woman spanking her baby, wouldn't it? You, well, yeah, I mean, with a halo. But that's the thing, is it's the ambiguity of, of surrealism because it's all from it's all sort of surreal and it's dreamlike. So you can't be, although it's got that title, you know, you can never be quite sure. And also, if you look at the picture, looking through the window is, is uh, the three figures of Andre Breton, Paul Eluard. And Max Ernst, and they're looking for the window at this scene. All right, so the, this had uh, these are like art references in the painting. Yes, yeah. Well, it's his friends, and they're obviously now surrealists. They were Dadaists. So, what do you reckon they're painted up as the angels in this picture? Well, no, I think it's just quite voyeuristic. I think they're just looking on, going, well, "What's going on?" <laughs> and yeah. as, if you notice as well, is Mary is still like you pointed out, she's still got a halo, and Jesus, who clearly has been so naughty that his halo has actually come off. So she is actually. Oh yeah, you can see. I didn't notice yeah, that yeah. before. It's on the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so it looks like she's still, she's giving him a holy spanking. Holy oh, spanking, I don't know if yeah. spanking is actually a a thing. I think that's the correct technical term for this, isn't it? Yeah. With your halo comes off like that, that's a holy spanking, surely. Yeah. I mean, it, again, you can imagine this caused quite a, a quite a stir. It made it's probably what makes Max Ernst really famous as well. 
Sure. I mean, obviously, he'd done these Dada performances and stuff, but I think this is where he really came into the public consciousness because you can imagine uh, uh, Jesus being smacked. Um, someone was actually telling me this, that apparently there's a few passages from the Bible where Jesus was more naughty and they weren't included. Oh, what? So they, they were written into the Bible and then they were pulled? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't make the final cut. <laughs> sure, yeah, well, I guess, yeah. Redacted. A bit like the uh, Like a Prayer Madonna video. Yeah. Got, that got banned. Yeah, I think it's more like, for those of you who know, it's more like the Mueller report, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With little black lines where Jesus has been naughty. So, on to the last of the Madonnas before we talk about Madonna. Um, and this is Damien Hurst, and it's called The Virgin Mother, and it was made in 2005. And it's a really huge, it's sort of over 10 metres tall, bronze statue. And it's a partially painted sculpture. Uh, it's done in the similar strong colours uh, that you would find on sort of like those medical diagrams. And it's of a naked pregnant woman. Uh, with cutaway views of her innards, including skull, muscles. Uh, you can see the feet inside her womb. And it's actually, if, when you look at it, it looks a bit like a sort of child's educational toy, sort of the kind where you can remove the organs. And um, it's what's unusual about this, well, what's unusual about it is everything. Um, and... You can see she's actually standing in a pose that is the same as a, uh, a sculpture that was created by the French artist Degas. And his sculpture was called Little Dancer, age 14. And interestingly enough, this statue by Damien Hirst being called the, the Virgin Mother, and it's believed that Mary was around about 12 to 14 when she gave birth to Jesus. So it's like teenage pregnancy. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's interesting that, that you know that he's he's picked that kind of like the a reference to the Dagar sculpture, which was quite controversial, and that was a con that was a sculpture of a young Parisian ballet dancer. Why was the Dagar sculpture controversial? Well, um, firstly because of its subject matter, because it was of a young sort of fourteen-year-old ballet dancer, and nothing had been done like that before. Also, it's made of wax, the original one. And it had a fabric skirt and it had real hair. And that was quite sort of revolutionary for the time. And also, the, the thing is to note that these, these dancers, they were really quite poorly treated. Ballet dancers in Paris, uh, some of them, they would be sort of start uh, to learning to dance at age eight. And they'd be working sort of like t up to 10 hours a day. Living in poverty. Well, living in poverty, but also being abused as well. Um and they were even described as opera rats by people. So they weren't very well treated. Yeah. And it's kind of like this thing. So it's, you can, when you look at that, that sculpture, and then you look at the, you think about the Dagar thing, it's kind of like, you can see that kind of fragility of, of, of life, history of existence, which a lot of Damien Hirst uh, works are about. Very again. This one was very controversial. Who was the uh, the German artist in East London who did his body? Oh yes, Gunther von Hagen's. Yeah, so it reminds me of Gunther von Hagen's Body Worlds. Yes, yeah. I mean, Damien Hirst has also done another piece called Him, 
but H-Y-M-M, and it was of a man. So it's a very similar kind of thing. So there is a religious kind of theme with both the man and the woman in this. Well, he had a work called Him. H-Y-M-M, and it was yeah. of a man, the man equivalent of this one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess with that one, I'm, I'm imagining what it's like rather than looking at it right now. I'm imagining it's kind of, uh, there's no like religious... There's no, yeah, there's no signatures that it's a holy picture. No, no, no. Again, it just looks literally like a, almost like a giant. Only, a in, giant. only in the title. So yeah. same with this Virgin Mary. They, they, look, they look more medical than... than yeah, absolutely. Yeah, again, they do look like medical toys, and that's the thing that's the same with him. Yeah, so it's such a wide scope of different artworks over history yeah. with the Virgin Mary, and it's almost like she's she, she's so many different things. She's quite, an, I think, an iconic image, and again, that leads us quite nicely to the uh, second half of our podcast, which is uh, a few things I found out to do with art and Madonna. I remember that she released the greatest hits album years and years ago. This the Immaculate Conception. Yeah, the Immaculate Collection. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Again, playing on the idea of uh, of Mary, playing on the idea of uh, the Immaculate Conception. And firstly, I mean, I was looking, she's got an incredible, she's like quite a big collector of art. And she owns pieces by people such as Frida Kahlo, Tamara Dinlimpika. She's an artist that was famous from the Art Deco period, and she owns uh, she owns uh, other sort of like quite famous works. And she even actually dated a really really famous artist in the early eighties. What Madge did? Yes, she did. Oh, Madge, you're on you're on you're on uh, you're on first name terms. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, in the early 1980s, uh, just before she was on sort of like the uh, brink of fame, she was dating the artist Basquiat. All right, yeah, we've come across him. Yeah, yeah. Now, he actually died in 1988 at the age of, have a guess what age he died at. Um, what age she 27 yeah, yeah. <laughs> John the 20 the Saturn returns yeah. again <laughs> now the thing is is he she, she uh, apparently when she was with him she would often sort of like find him him getting up in the middle of the night and just going I've got a paint and sort of like just being taken with sort of the the moment of wanting to paint and he couldn't stop himself so he's kind of like driven by this insatiable creative sort of spirit and that's what she really likes uh, apparently they split up in 1984 and um, she actually owned about five of five five or so of his works and she had to give them all back. He made her give them all back and she apparently painted black over them. I'm going to think of that when I next hear the song Paint It Black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, also she was uh, good friends with the artist Keith Haring. Do you know Keith Haring? He was a, a artist who was famous for doing graffiti work. It's, Is this New York in the 80s? Yes, yeah, yeah. And he was most famous, a lot of his drawings for relating to AIDS. His works he would do figures with just black outlines. And like they are, they're not like stick figures, but almost like that. And they'd have like a barking dog. And a lot of his works was quite political and had quite a strong message. Sure, And yeah. he was good friends with her. In 1985, Madonna was going to get married to, was getting married to Sean Penn. So 
Madonna invited Keith Haring to a wedding. And as his date, he decided to take uh, Andy Warhol, as you do. Yeah. Um, as well as graffiti work, uh, Keith Haring produced uh, works where he cut out headlines from uh, the New York Post and arranged them to produce fake headlines. So it sounds uh, quite, quite like uh, Tristan Zara from the uh, Dada kind mm. of idea. So he'd rearrange them into titles. So looking at one like, for instance, like Pope Killed for Freed Hostage. So so just, he's just taken a lot. And, and another one of his ones is Reagan's Death Cops Hunt Pope. Wow. Yeah. And as a wedding gift, him and Andy Wilde thought they'd sort of like take that style and redo it. So what we're looking at now is we've got like a New York Post headline, which is Madonna on nude pics, so what? And this is a wedding present. Yeah. <laughs> Madonna, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> yeah. Basically, what happened was that um, Penthouse got hold of some old photographs that Madonna did for an art studio for a photographer. And um, Penthouse decided to publish them around about the same time. So they did these kind of mock headlines. Where they do, so these are prints, and and what what they've done is they've rearranged, and then uh, Keith Haring has actually drawn over the top of them. All right, yeah, it's quite good, expensive gifts. Well, no, they wouldn't have been expensive. Would they have been expensive? Yes, they would have been. What to create them? Well, no, I mean, what I mean, getting a gift from Keith Haring and Warhol—that's quite a uh, collectible gift. Oh, it's definitely collectible. Yeah, yeah. But then anything Madonna touched, she could like lick her fork and it goes up in, <laughs> goes up in value. Oh, yeah. I'd have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little reference there. <laughs> um, now, another one of the art that she actually uh, got, she got someone else to do an art cover for her. Uh, it's quite famous, which was the artist, Mr. Brainwash. And Mr. Brainwash was made famous for featuring in the... Uh, film Exit Through the Gift Shop made by Banksy. And in this one, he's designed the cover for her for her celebration uh, album. And what he's done is he's taken the hair that Andy Warhol used for Marilyn Monroe and stuck it on top of um, Madonna and then given her a little bit of colour to make her sort of like combine the two. He's done this with a few other art, other people. He's sort of like taken, I believe, people like Obama or, or famous people and stuck them, stuck the uh, uh, Marilyn Monroe hair on top of them to make different images. Interestingly, on this one, yeah. she's got the uh, signature blue eyeshadow. What's the sign? Oh yes, and yeah. the red lips. <laughs> yeah, I, I presume that wasn't in Mr. Brainwash's head no, when he, he did so. that. But. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, Tom, that was the end of our uh, Madonna and Madonna's journey. It's quite—I I, I was actually quite surprised, actually, because I, I knew quite a bit about that kind, of, that sort of field of art. I was surprised with all the Ed Sheeran references. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thanks very much for listening. Uh, again, um, if you uh, want to join us, um, please you can follow us on Twitter. What's the Twitter account now? Uh, Twitter.com forward slash mod art is rubbish. I just like to say that I don't think mod art is 
rubbish and I really like the cover of the Jam album, All the Mod Cons. Well done. Really nice. Good, good, good cover. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Facebook. We're always on Facebook. What's, what's the address for that? Facebook.com forward slash modern art is rubbish. Yep. And um, if you, we love hearing from you. If you want to get in touch with us, please uh, do so on our email address. Info at modernartisrubbish.com. If you want to uh, like and follow us, you can do so via your preferred podcast app, which could be anything from Spotify to iTunes to Podbean to Stitcher. We're on them all. And that's Modern Art is Rubbish. And also, the show does cost to produce. And um, if you'd like to support us, which uh, quite a few people do, um, just head over to our Patreon page. And the address is... Patreon.com forward slash Modern Art is Rubbish. And um, that's it. I think it's just bias, Tom. Maybe we should do holy bias. Bye. All right. Holy goodbyes. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.